there's something about Nikki Haley. She's palatable enough to the media, the current corporate media, that where they're like, oh, okay, if she wins, she wouldn't be that bad. And they're kind of taking it easy on her from that respect because they recognize that she is more moderate in tone. I don't think they fear her. That's the thing. There's something in me that I want my nominee to put fear into my enemies. And and when I hear you know it's folks your enemies like people in the in the I, I mean no not not I, not 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 I think no I mean on the other side the progressive oh, the left oh, I want oh, them okay. to no 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 not not okay. inside the party no no no, no my well, actual no. well I, I that, think this, this is this is disagreement this is not enemies yeah I think I think one of the reasons is she embodies Ronald Reagan no one was scared of Ronald <laughs> Reagan welcome to political contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interests in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate. And if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Hello, and welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and I am your Political Contessa. I have a very special episode of Political Contessa today. It is the Political Contessa meets the Rhino podcast. Yes, we are merging podcasts. We are calling it the Swapcast. No, 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 no. You heard right. Swap, not Swamp. Swampcast is going to be another one. Jeff and I create together. But this one is just the swap cast. Jeff is a DeSantis supporter. Dun, dun, dun. He hasn't heard the news. DeSantis is falling and Nikki Haley is rising. So Jeff Simone and I are going to go against each other. Jeff, DeSantis supporter, myself, Haley supporter. I'll let you decide. Who presents a better argument? And we're live. Excellent. Did you get all your Christmas shopping done? Uh, no. I haven't even started. I haven't even started. <laughs> I know, I'm like the worst mom in the world. I haven't started yet. We are live at Cafe Nero. Welcome to a very special episode of Political Contessa Meets the Rhino Podcast. Um, Jennifer Nassour is my guest and I am Jeff Simone and I am her guest for this very special swap cast. Ah, we're here to talk about the presidential candidates that we're Our backing. favorite topic. Yes. I want to start out by this, by asking you this. Uh, did you watch the debate on Wednesday night? Thursday night? Yes. You did. I did. I I watched I watched it and here's my question for you Jeff is why would DeSantis put himself in that position he's actually running for president whereas mm-hmm. Gavin Newsom and has everything to lose whereas Gavin Newsom is not well I mean we know he's running for president mm-hmm. <clears throat> but he's not running for president and so even if he didn't run in 24 he's definitely running in 28 but i felt like desantis had more to lose than newsom you just answered your own question because newsom's really running for president president and he needs to hone his his skills on a debate stage i've made this bet no i don't well no i'm sorry i have this thought i haven't made a bet on it i want i don't know if i will I don't think Biden's going to be the nominee. Oh, my God. So then, then who is it? No, I think what they're going to do is they're going to replace Biden at the convention with Newsom. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And I think Obama is going to come out and say, hey, listen, you know, I need all of you to get on board with this. And the Democrats do a much better job than Republicans do. They're very good. They all get in line and take their marching orders. And then it's going to be Biden. I mean, it's going to be Newsom. So I watched it Thursday and it was he ragdolled him. So you I mean, you I mean, I think you answered your own question, but you tell me. Was it worthwhile? Everybody's talking about it. Everybody saw it. Everybody. And that was the contrast because the Republican debates, even you, you and I'll both admit this. We agree on 90 percent of the stuff. That's what I was just going to say. So it's like, what's the point? So that's that's what I was. So I was on radio on Wednesday and then I was on Thursday. And the thing that on Wednesday, I asked the same. I asked the question of. Right. And I said, I don't know what why DeSantis would do this, because I don't see an upside for him. It. Because he's he's already in this, right? And so that he needs to get through the, the nomination process and he needs to focus on next week's debate. However, for for Newsom, now looking looking at this on Friday, what I said was, Look, I'm a I'm a Republican. Of course I think DeSantis won because I I agree with ninety mm-hmm. percent of what he says is yeah. what every Republican is saying. It's just whose style you like more, who you trust more, who you want more, mm-hmm. right? But every single one of our candidates on the right has the same policy priorities. It's just how they're going to implement them, you know, where what perspective they're coming from, what experience they have, right? Those are the issues that are are in coming in and in the debates in the nomination process but against Newsom listen when DeSantis showed the book of the crap that the kids learn in school in California you can't refute that anyone on the right agrees with right. DeSantis when DeSantis, those are, and th- I think those on the left are either in denial or completely ignorant of it because they've believed whatever they've been told for so long exactly oh it's just oh well he's a book ban it's a fascist it's like no like really like nobody's banning it you just don't keep it in the schools well, it's one go of those to the bookstore and get it's it it's one yeah. of those syndromes like yeah. You, yeah. you know you can't get you you just believe everything you're told um but when DeSantis showed the map of san francisco and the right that was good i, I mean <laughs> that was awesome so like i think that there are so many highlights in the visual effects yeah. and and so i think if you're on the left you were in favor of Newsom. If you're on the right, you're in favor of DeSantis. I, I have to say, I think coming out of that, those on the left must have been like, oh, God damn it. Why did he do that? You think so? Yeah. I don't think... I... It was... He did... I mean, he did not... One, he was unprepared when... when Even... Uh, you know, I don't like Sean Hannity particularly. Um, you know, I think he's a bit of a goof, but he played it pretty fair. And when you put up CDC statistics and when you put up FBI statistics and Newsom's like, well, I have my own statistics and he's just right. winging the it crime, on the fly. The crime, yeah, statistics. The crime statistics. It's like nobody, nobody, nobody right. believes it. Right. So he came prepared. And I, I think I said this on Twitter. This guy has been so coddled his whole life and so protected by media, by by just failing upwards. Yes. That he doesn't have a clue. He walked out of there thinking he won. Isn't that what happened to, to Kamala? I mean... Yeah, she did sleep her way to the top. <laughs> you said it. I can say that, by the way. <laughs> uh, Jeff is she, like, well, thank she... God, you're a woman and <laughs> you can say that crap. <laughs> no, she um, Willie Brown and uh, well Montel, but that wouldn't have been any. Right. That wasn't any advanced political advantage to that. No, I thought I back in the day, 2018. I thought Kamala was a, a, like a political force. I thought she was like. Was it twenty six? No, twenty. Well, whenever uh, twenty six, eighteen. I thought she'd be a force, yeah, but well, I was like, "Oh, she's an idiot. Oh, she has no idea what she's doing." Oh yeah, in twenty sixteen, yeah. I remember being in California, and she was the attorney general at that time, and I just thought, "Wow, look!" I at never this did woman. a deep dive. I guess she's, that, yeah. she looks like she could be a star one day. Yeah, she's a moron. But getting back to Newsom, Newsom is exactly what the, they love on the left. Right? He's attractive. He's kind of that. California suave celebrity thing mm-hmm. that they can get, mm-hmm. you know, around. However, his policies are crap. California is going down. Taxes are high. Crime is high. I mean, 
women, DeSantis said it, like, you know, you can't go into a store wearing jewelry. You leave your jewelry at home. You worry who's going to follow you at home. I mean, that doesn't make you feel great. We see in so many of these Democratic cities and, and blue states, you know, thank God it hasn't affected us as much here in Massachusetts, but... New York, New York City is a yet. disaster. I'll say yet. yet, yet. We're behind the curve we're, on that. We're 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 catching up quick. Right. We're catching up quick. Um, I mean, hey, you know, we can talk about Massachusetts in another podcast, but well, we can, it'll rope into some of the things that I had in mind that I want to talk about. But to to wrap that up, I think I, people who are saying it wasn't a good idea for. DeSantis are kidding themselves. It was a good idea. His name's all over the place. He, he, he had a stellar performance. He's trying to win the nomination. If you're trying to win the nomination, get Republican votes. You watch that. You watch it. Even the Trump people online were like quiet because it was like, what okay, are they well, going to say? Well, what one, are they say? okay, here's my analysis from, from Wednesday, uh, Thursday morning before the debate was one. Um, when Hannity came up with this idea it seemed as though DeSantis was going to be the alternative to Trump. All DeSantis did was get in Trump's wake, and he ended up being Trump 2.0. You mean in the summer? Was that in the summer when they planned this thing? Yeah, and so I think... Hannity thought DeSantis was going to find his own lane, and he didn't. And if and and I think DeSantis also made the calculated risk that Trump was going to get out, or Trump was the indictments were going to keep him out. And instead, Trump stayed around. So DeSantis never created his own lane. So being in this, I think, you know, Hannity thought that DeSantis was going to again be the alternative. I think you're overthinking and, and, this and he, way and he, too much. And he wasn't. He's not the alternative. I think you're overthinking this way too much. I think it was just no. like publicity, eyeballs, clicks, views, and and it worked. Yeah, but DeSantis. <laughs> for, I think it worked again, for everybody in, except in Newsom. Every, in every debate, DeSantis has done worse than the first debate. So he did bad in the first debate, it, worse the second, worse the third. If you look at every poll from his debate uh, performance, okay, okay. his debate performance has gone down. Where well, you see down, 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 down. Nikki right, let's, Haley let's, has gone up, Chris Christie has gone up. Chris Christie hasn't gone up. Chris Christie stayed flat. Um, let's couch that because one, the debate performances were fine. B pluses straight across the board. Yeah. The numbers did go down. I'll grant you that. But he's still in second across all of them. So, and, no, and Nikki's in second. So how is, no. how is Ron in second? Where? Where, where are we looking that up? Uh, so Nikki Red, is the real, 17. Real clear, I checked it last week. 17% in Iowa versus his 16%. In New Hampshire, she's over 20%. He's in fifth place. Christie is third. Okay. Vivek is fourth. I mean, well, and if in get, South Carolina, she's second. If you if you take the real clear, uh, that's where I went. Real clear politics. He's still in second. He's still in second across. Well, when he all loses, when he loses in Iowa and then loses in New Hampshire. Oh, what do you want to bet? Why Iowa? In Iowa? Yeah. How much do I want to bet? What? Oh the, no, over- I mean like yeah. So because I'll because I'll definitely think he's going to win Iowa. He's definitely. You know, he's going to. I mean, he's he's not going to come in second in Iowa. He's going to win Iowa. No, he's Again, not. Yeah. It's Trump who's winning Iowa. Okay. And Trump's then Trump's not going to win New Hampshire? Trump is not winning New Hampshire. So who's going to win New Hampshire outright? Nikki's going to win New Hampshire. Okay. What's the what's the totals? I think it's close between her and Trump. Okay. Sorry. I didn't turn my phone off. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to think of an interesting bet here. But in, in Iowa, I say Trump wins by... 25 points. And then what does DeSantis do? Even if Nikki comes in second, what if Nikki comes in second in New Hampshire? What what does DeSantis do if she doesn't win New Hampshire? If she doesn't, well, there's, she's, her winning New Hampshire after in Iowa. Because this is the thing. Iowa's going to happen. Yeah. And then everything is shuffled. It's one week. It's shuffled. Right. But it's shuffled. Well, it's not going to shuffle that much because you're not giving the, let me tell you, voters in Iowa and New Hampshire take their politics incredibly seriously, their retail politics. Mm -hmm. So she has spent so much time in both of those states that what happens in Iowa is not going to affect the voters in New Hampshire. Those voters, those voters in New Hampshire. This is a hard disagree. And, and when, so again, DeSantis isn't going to win Iowa. So how is that going to shuffle the deck for him? If you think think Nikki Haley is going to win, win New Hampshire. I can 
absolutely say that he's going to win Iowa. So let me. Okay. Fine. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. okay. Let's say. Let's, absolutely. Let's, okay. And then it shifts because here, when you take the pool of voters, the pool of voters that Haley pulls from is, I think it caps out at about 20, maybe 25%. No way. The Trump block, you ask a Trump voter who their second choice might be. Most of them say, would say DeSantis. If you ask DeSantis voters, who's their second, a lot of their second choices is Trump. So that block is there. Nikki Haley's not dipping into that. How do you go from fifth place to first place? Uh, Well, look, I'm, I'm very skeptical of the polls, which is why I'm betting. I'm, I'm literally betting that Trump does not get the nomination. I bet a, a couple people, I'm, and I'm happy to... I wish, have, I wish we were doing this over some cocktails because yeah. I would like to cheer you to that because I will say <laughs> the one thing that we agree upon in this whole thing is that Trump should okay. not be the Before nominee. we continue, gentlemen's, gentlewoman's agreement that should DeSantis get the nomination or Haley nomination... And I've said this from the beginning. If Nikki Haley gets the nomination, I will support her all day long. I'll write her a check. It's fine. Do I think she's the best candidate for it? And obviously, that's why we're here and talking about it. No, but she's good. She, if, if I think you she's ask, better than good. You, you asked me. You asked me. In, well, you, you might. You know, you, 20, in 20, 2017, Jeff would have been like, "That's great." run Nikki Haley uh, and whomever for VP that that ticket I'd love it um, but there are I think I'm not against Nikki Haley and this is where I think it gets personal when when you get into these internal races I'm not against her it's just she's doing things that irritate me they irritate me it's Be- like how I feel yeah. about DeSantis okay and, but <laughs> I can respect it because it's like I see when I see the versions of now versions is the wrong word um the missteps in her campaign and they're they're her they're her her. missteps what missteps have she has she had because let's call last last week if you genuinely want to support this policy yes let's have that discussion uh people have to register their social media accounts with the no, government. No, no, no. That's not actually. There are two <laughs> no, different, no, see, we're okay, walking it so back. So there are two. There are two different things. Not walking it back. Two yeah. different things. And this is what happens when social media starts plucking little pieces out of interviews. One, Jen. there are two different parts of this. One, what her point was was there are lots of bad actors from Iran and China and and let me finish and Russia that are online that are trying to attack our children. Now you don't have kids this age, but I have kids that are on TikTok, and so. I watch their social media accounts and I see what goes on and it is not good. And so what her thing is, is we, those people need to be watched by the social media companies and need to register Americans that are American citizens do not, they enjoy the freedom of speech. That's fine. And they Uh, don't, they don't have to. I I will. That that is, I, I, I think that's the cleaned up position of, Holy shit! What did she just say last week? After it, I look. I watch. I watched the Ruthless podcast, un you know, unadulterated and uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the other interview she did? Two back to back media appearances where that simply was not the position. It was people need to register because this anonymous disinformation is a bad thing. And maybe perhaps she misspoke. Meaning the bad actors. Per- I think she per- misspoke. Perhaps she misspoke. Yes. I will grant her that. Still. I would call that a misstep of why would you, one, why even bring that up as a policy, policy position? Nobody, that is like third tier on, on what people are concerned about, inflation, crime, uh, immigration, all this stuff. All the time. Yeah, and, right. yeah, and, and, and on those, I'd say, on those, I'd say, you know, largely agree, you know, this is the, the small differences, the 90% we agree with, but to come out with this and like step in it, that's the kind of thing where I go, like, you know, she could she could convince me, but like that's a step in the wrong direction. On after October, the October seventh terrorist attacks, mm-hmm. and I'm going to compliment her in a second. She has been right with. I'm a foreign policy. I'm 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 aligned with her on this. I'm not. You know, people can name call all the all the live long day. I don't care. I'm I'm a hawk, right? But she tweets out. When Israel was attacked, America was attacked too. 
And I'm like, okay, you, that's a really irresponsible thing to, to say. Why? It was, first but we, of all... Because we weren't, it was really directed at them. I'm not saying you can't in, you know, say we should be allied. We should have a strong uh, uh, a bond and, and allyship and support them and everything that you, know, you and I are probably 100% agreeing upon. But when you're running for president and you say America was attacked too, like we weren't. We weren't. Well, I don't think it was irresponsible. I think that that is emotion of the fact that, and that's where her compassion comes in, in that there were American citizens there. Americans were taken hostage. And so America was attacked too. If our people are taken hostage, that that is that we were attacked. Yes. I mean, American citizens are taken. When we get a four-year-old back and both of her parents were killed and she's now an orphan, then then that is America is also attacked. So I feel, I feel passionately that one, they are our biggest ally and two Americans were taken. And so when you've got, you know, two dozen, three dozen, four dozen Americans that Mm -hmm. are over there and we need to send our seals in to go get them. I think that that, that we, we are getting attacked just by virtue of that because they, this group has, I, I get your point and I, and I'll grant that you that probably in effect. Yes. I'm just going to move this real quick in effect. Yeah. But in public appearance, I got, it's like, that's a very, strong statement yeah, to come up become a and like but but a provocative one a yes, provocative and you one. know what she's a leader and what the reason why this happened why this crap show happened over there was because we don't have real leadership here there's no one oh, yeah. who is a leader and so it's like you and I get this reference and hopefully you know viewers I think get our this audience will but, get this yeah, oh, yeah. but project <laughs> x mm-hmm Right. So Project X is going on overseas because there's no parent at home. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Do you love the reference? Right. And so that's exactly what's going on. And so she's showing leadership. Okay, so let me give you my DeSantis things. Sure. I, I ended up being in having the benefit of being in Florida during the lockdown. Okay. I ended up taking the my what? kids away the during, what? during the No no but but what what did you have the the benefit? The benefit, the benefit of being, being in, Florida. in Florida. The benefit of being in yes. Florida. Go ahead, so continue. Things shut, did shut down in Florida for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. He did. He did have all the things that Newsom said. There were checkpoints and there were things down there. Beaches were shut and we couldn't go to the beach. But it opened May first. So by May first, like, everything opened. Yeah, it was it, nothing compared to. Well, yeah, and if what you if you the timeline, I think everything started to shut down late March. Going in, yeah, late March. It was late March. So you have late March. Yeah. April. It was. May. It was this like six nothing. weeks. It was, nothing. It was yeah, really, nothing. it was six weeks. Nothing. So for six weeks, it was masks and whatever. Anyway, I was in, I was in Florida until Memorial Day weekend with my kids. And um, I thought that he handled it wonderfully, handled COVID and everything wonderfully. Here's, so I was excited about him running for president before I had decided on Nikki. At the, right before he decided he was going to run, he did three things in Florida that I did not like at all. One, six-week abortion ban okay. in the middle of the night. When he did the 15-week abortion ban bill, he did it with lots of fanfare and press around just a year earlier. So just and to clarify here, you don't like the process about which it came about? Two things. I don't like the six weeks because as a woman... You don't even know that you're pregnant at six weeks in a lot of circumstances. Two, that does not give you enough time. Even if you knew at five weeks, doesn't give you enough time to plan, wrap your head around it, think about anything. And three, the fact that he did it in the middle of the night under the cover of dark without anyone knowing about it gives me pause in the transparency. That's one. Two, he changed a law in Florida. He went to the legislature and asked for two laws to be changed. One that said that the current governor of Florida cannot run for president unless he steps Mm -hmm. down and he changed that to be, to suit his purposes. Correct. And then two, he also changed a law that says that you need to release all the names of people flying on the state jet from Florida. He changed that to say that he didn't need to say who was on the state plane. So those that's things, really the third one, really. Yes, because it's transparency. <laughs> okay. Oh, sure. It, it's right. transparency. So, if listen, if Maura Healy did it here in Massachusetts, or Deval mm. Patrick did it, we okay. would be so. All so, over the, that so this stuff. is a huge. This is kind of a huge difference here, right? That I that 
it's it's probably more around tactics and strategy than actual policy. I'm not going to get into six weeks versus 15 weeks with you because it's just no point. Okay, you people who either view it that way, they view it that way, right. I, and people have a problem with it. Have a problem with it. They're okay with it. They're okay with it. There's no. There's not a lot of argumentation around that. Um, the way it was put into place. Okay, I'll grant you the set your second point on changing the law. That's actually kind of what I like about him now. It's because we think about what we what we've done in Massachusetts for, or even we have been getting. No, even at the federal level, for, there's there, there's a element of in our party that is, um, yeah, I don't know. We bend over and we get kicked right in the ass, and we get fucked over every time. Sorry if you're turn down the volume if you're in the car, um, but we get screwed. We're not PJ. We, we we get screwed over because we get outplayed by Democrats who. You know, you and I both know Scott Brown. Scott Brown is in place, or we know the name Scott Brown because the legislature screwed around and they tried to get their way and they were going to do appointments versus, you know, when somebody dies and uh, versus mm. special election. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe, maybe in 20 years that'll come back to bite Florida in the ass. But and on a lot of levels, I think a lot of Republicans want the leadership of the guy who's willing to do what Democrats have done forever while they're kicking our teeth in and get some wins. On the third one, um, the I, I even forgot about it. What, what was the it? Plane. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I, whatever. All right. That's fine. Transparency. Okay. Sorry, I'm a yeah. process person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, okay. I mean... No, but, uh, but so so but that the, the, the those those three things bothered me, and so I don't know how much I could trust him. Right? It made me feel as though he's going to do things that benefit him and his career, and and as a parent, the standard is best interest of the children. I think if you're president of the United States, you okay. do it's in the best interest of the people that you serve, and it didn't feel like what he okay. was doing was in the best interest of people he serves. It was more self-serving. So he here's and on that tangent here's my bone to pick with nikki because this is another misstep that i'm seeing and this one actually dug a little deeper than than say the the registering social media um what desantis has been excellent in is fighting what you know fighting what we'll call the culture war all right um republicans including Christian who knew up in New Hampshire and he was on record of doing when they were, when he was thinking about thinking about it, he's like, Oh, we don't want to fight the culture war. And I get it. Some people don't want to, but I, I kind of want to, cause I see the detrimental downstream effects. Politics is downstream of culture. And when he puts put through the parental rights bill for education, right? Which, which, you know, you, I mean, your daughters are, I think your youngest might be a similar age to mine. And I've not allowed any social media on her phone. I have screen time limits, yeah, like lockdown for limits. like an hour, all like yeah. no, no social media, none. She's like, when can I get it? I was like, when you buy your own phone, when you're 18, do whatever you want until then, no social media. Cause I just TikTok, Instagram, nothing, nothing. This stuff is being pushed. There's an agenda behind it. Oh, yeah. You and I both know this. And yeah. this is one where I think we strong, strongly agree. Yes. So what do you do about it? Right? So he puts into place the parental rights bill in Florida catches unholy, unfair, shit for it yeah from the media from the left and then from disney he does step a they counterpunch with step b okay so he goes all right well you want to do this we'll do this so then they get into that tussle when nikki haley hears about this instead of probably brushing it aside this is this is one of my biggest knocks on her she goes on tv cnn fox news and she's like well, if, if Disney would like to come to South Carolina, we'll welcome them with open arms or something. Like it's a state's competitiveness on tax rates or something. And I'm like, oh, come on. Why don't you get this? That really, that really dug in. Because like this is a cultural thing. And like Bob Iger at, at Disney is changing it. Like they're, they're, fire, they're cleaning house. They know their product isn't working because they're pushing all this shit. It's not working. There's pushback now. The pushback has begun. I like that in DeSantis. When the Nikki Haley did that, that was a big red flag for me that I like. I want somebody down for the struggle of doing what we can. We pay taxes towards these schools. So, Get it out of there. So Get it I out of there. It. 
I think I view it on a different level because as a fiscal conservative, I look at it, your job as governor is to bring in, you're bringing in money, you're bringing in revenue. Disney is the biggest provider of revenue in Florida. Huge. Huge. Absolutely. Like a billion dollars a year, right? Or more. And when he was going to build a state-run, using state tax dollars, prison next to Disney, you know what it's going to make me not do? I'm still going to Disney. If my kid wants to go to Disney, I'm still going to Disney. I'm not going to stop going just because I don't believe in what they believe in. Do I, am I going to stop watching The Little Mermaid from 1991? No. One of my favorite movies ever. I'm not going to stop. I still watch Marvel movies and the Star Wars stuff. Like, I get it. So, from a, from a perspective, so think about this. What's the number one issue that people have in 2023? Everyone. What is every, what's the Probably, I, inflation. Exactly. So the economy, right? So if you look at it, you, your job as governor is to make sure that your state is well functioning and you're being fiscally responsible because you're a Republican. And then you tell them to go shove it up their ass and that you don't want them around and that you're going to close their doors. How fiscally they employ tons of people. Mm -hmm. They're, they're the largest provider of jobs are the largest provider of the tax base so like how do you like all of orlando is built around disney and so you're trying to shut them down so i look at her shut and them say down. Well, I, well, I, so i'm give them all I, he was he was poking them he was poking he was poking them because they poked but first. you're poking a bear and so and so oh, I, you want I'm, to be the bear though jen but, but here's the thing i'm less concerned the average person is less concerned about culture wars that is a very personal thing more concerned about can we put a roof over our head and food on the table can we keep our family safe if we're talking about if we're talking about migrants running around mm-hmm. you know living in in neighborhoods who haven't been vetted who are bringing in fentanyl who are um, drug traffickers who are sex trafficking who you know we don't know what their public um, health records are. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different story. I, 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 the culture war thing is important to me as a parent. And I think we in education, educators, God bless them, but I think the higher ups, you know, the Randy Weingartners and those people, right? Yeah, I know. Same. But, evil, but evil I think woman. they, they got, they have the, um, education system confused. Mm-hmm. We're no longer teaching kids history the way history should be taught. And then we wouldn't have the pro-Palestinian marches that we right. have today. We're, we're teaching kids about okay. their gender. Okay. And so I agree with you there. But but more importantly, your responsibility as an elected official in your state is to make sure that you're being fiscally responsible. I, I, I don't know that I agree with you in, in f- Nah, I, I got to push back on that a little bit. Okay. So the responsibility, I think, is twofold. One, to be a steward of the government mm-hmm. when you're in charge of it, yes. right? Okay. So one, he was being a steward in, pre- in passing the parental rights bill. Okay. So the parental rights bill, you know, was like from K through six. You just can't introduce mm-hmm. this insane stuff that you, you were just mentioning. Yes. Right. You don't do it. Yes. And that's pretty universal. Now, maybe behind inflation and behind crime slash immigration I would or right up there for a lot of people this stuff is major now maybe you maybe it's not for you maybe it's not even for me it kind of is you know because I you know you, you you know pay for your gallon of gas right or yeah. you're like you don't want somebody to turn your kid into a pink-haired freak correct like you know it's yes there's a there's a balance there sorry to anyone who has yeah, pink hair yeah but you know anyway you know what I'm saying we're, we're in a coffee shop. I'm going to turn to the thing. <laughs> um, but it's true. But it's true. Because a lot of kids are being captured by this stuff. And mm-hmm. it's not some random coincidence that it's happening. It is directed. It is pushed. Oh, yeah. it, there's a plan. Definitely. There's a plan behind it. Yes. So he's pushing back. Right. When you have a corp, huge multi-billion dollar corporation in Disney. There's a trade-off there. You're talking about a trade-off. Do you do fiscal responsibility of the jobs in the state, which they're not going anywhere. They're not going. They're not going to move. They're going to pull up stakes and move to where? South Carolina. Okay, that's a multi-billion-dollar process for what? Well, he. But. It's, but I think but, it's, but the, the, there's the, the pushback needs to be because 
I don't like the intertwining of corporatism and culture like that. Mm. Make my entertainment. If I don't like it, I won't buy it. But don't step into my politics, which all these corporations do, but there needs to be a pushback. He's representing that pushback in what he did. So I think it was a failure. Now, isn't I get, that the same cancel culture that we don't like from the left? I no, mean, can't, isn't, I mean it, can't. isn't it the same? No, it's not. Why? I mean, okay. I think that so I can, think that what what a lot of what he does is just the right version of the left. It's just the right version of the squad. I, no. And and so you know what I want right now is I'm so tired of the bullshit from Trump and now from Biden I, I, and from I, the squad and from the, the hatred, the nastiness, the divisiveness, the disrespect, the level as a parent, like, don't you feel that? Like, I say to my kids every day, just don't be an asshole. I don't know. Seems like a okay, very this, good so, motto to so have. This is, this is a good and, point. And so... What I feel like DeSantis and, and Vivek, like watching those guys on the stage, is like they're little boys in a sandbox that are just throwing sand at each other. I want someone who's going to be a leader. I want someone who rises above that, who's the adult in the room, who says, hey, okay. listen, everyone, okay. I agree with all of your stuff, but there's a nicer way of saying it. There's a better way of saying it. There's a better way of implementing it. And that's why I look at Nikki as the person who's the adult in the right. room, who's going to rally everyone and say, Everyone sit down, go to your own corners. Let's discuss this instead of being rambunctious little kids. Okay. Do you know what happens? That's my mom analogy. Do you know do you know what happens when we do that? They call Mitt Romney and George H., George W. Bush a Nazi. They call everybody a Nazi. They they bulldoze and everybody cowers because they don't want to get name called. And they back down. They do, and and look, so I, I'm with better, you. If, 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 since no, Trump, since Trump, then why don't we take Trump back? So because well, Trump fails, because he's a failure, go, and he's and he's worse that he's he would be worse on a whole I'm litany not, of things. Way, and I'm I don't not, want. I don't want to spin advocating, this. I'm not yeah. advocating for Trump. I, I just need I don't want to. I don't want to spin this into a, a, a Trump thing because that's we know that rabbit. We've we've dealt with. Yeah, that. yeah we we've dealt with that rabbit hole. It was it was a rhetorical question, but I mean, I'm with you, but but the. What's what's effective, right? What's effective? Okay, so what's effective to me is a governor who, like, um, um, for a, a cup of coffee, you know, shut down the state because you didn't know what's going on. And once you realized, oh, this isn't this isn't as dire as everybody says, just goes opens it back up. And where the rest of the country who cows to the people that were wrong and just kind of memory holes where when all the stuff that they got wrong here in Massachusetts, New York, Jersey, California, all that stuff, oh, we're just going to sort of forget about it. Mm. No. I want the person who's going to be like, "No, we we got it right. Here's why we got it right." They're pushing this stuff in schools, we can't get around it, so we're going to make a law saying you can't get around it. I don't think that that is v- Vivek, yeah, he is I'll I'll give he is scum. Okay, he's he's a, he he's, he's a grifter and a yes. and a piece of garbage. But yes. y- you know, but that's to to lump him and DeSantis in that in that tone and tenor. It's a stretch to me. I, I can say without question, there was a debate, second debate. Um, Nikki Haley had a very strong answer on abortion, very strong answer. Where I was like, that's actually a very good point for her. Um, just the, the way she handled it and and the reality of it and explaining it mm-hmm. to the to the voters um, that works on some that, that that works on some things the the tenor the the, the whole bless your heart conservatism kind of thing I think I think it has I think it's a losing strategy now I could be wrong but I want to see wins I don't want the teachers unions an insane curriculum coming into schools I want people actually deported. Not people who were like when they when if they say they're going to deport, and then go oh well you're an evil racist oh I'm sorry I meant right. I wasn't really I'm well, not really going to I'm not really going to deport She's going to take care of our borders and she's going. But is that to the same thing as de- deportation? See that's the, that's the thing. But, it's like I've heard her say we're going to we're going to be strong on our border. Right. Does that mean de- deport people who have come here illegally and abuse the asylum process? Oh, we're going to be strong on our borders, and you sort of never really get an answer. And I'm like, okay. And then I, that that lowers my confidence level into do what actually needs to be done to unwind all okay. this negativity. Can I ask you a question? So, um, so we are in this. We're in we're in the playoffs, right? That's what the nomination is. It's the playoffs. Sure. We need someone who could win <clears throat> a general election. 
win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. In every poll, Nikki beats Biden nine points in those big battleground states, mm-hmm. up to 13 points. DeSantis is two points. Two points feels like playing Russian roulette. That's where Trump is, around two points. That is Russian roulette. 51% of the country considers themselves to be independent. So you have 51% considers independent. That means, let's just break it down to say, you know, 28.5% on either side considers themselves Republicans and Democrats. How, when the most important issue is the economy and inflation, and the number two important issue is safety, public safety, you know, from everything going on. Again, the culture war thing is important to me, but how do you explain to that 51% of voters that they need to view that as the most important thing? So as governor, right, as a, Nikki Haley has been a legislator, a governor, a UN ambassador, she's an accountant, she's a mother, she's a combat veteran's wife. She has all of this experience to be able to move the country forward in a positive way. I look at DeSantis as very self-serving. He didn't have a single friend when he was in Congress. No one liked him. He ignored people. And so you I'll take your to word be, for it. I'm sure, there's some, I'm sure there's some people builder. in D.C. Well, that might maybe, disagree with you, but maybe, sure. But from people I've, heard, I've talked to okay. and heard from and staffers I've talked to, that is the general consensus. So I just don't see, again, if we need to win a general election, my eye is on the prize. I don't actually, listen, if it was two people could come out with a nomination and then go on to a general election. I don't give a shit. It could be both of them. She's going to win the general election. That he's going to win a general too. I mean, against Biden, against can. Biden. In yeah. what poll? In what poll does it show that he can actually win? So okay, all polls so, show her. So one, polls, right? We're going to do polls. Then we, you and I should stop talking I, right now. Okay, fine. Okay. But, I mean, polls but, can't be an argument though. Okay, I mean, but look, he hasn't been to New Hampshire. Do you know that we when we he make, was there three weeks ago. He's been there like a handful he's, he's of been times. To, he's been to 99 counties in uh, Iowa. Okay. He's been he's, in Iowa up and down. Nikki's been got, to what, New Hampshire uh, and if, Iowa if, if, if much I'm reading, more. If I'm reading it correctly or if, if what I'm reading is correct, excuse me, he's he's got 50,000 committed caucus goers. So uh, look, we've, we've, we've called people who have we'll said know, we'll know in DeSantis, six weeks. DeSantis hasn't even called us. We haven't seen him. That He hasn't knocked on the door. Not him. His people. Yeah. Um, Americans for Prosperity comes in, supports Nikki. You yeah, know, that, well, that caused at, an internal kerfuffle. I know. You want to talk split. about the little yeah. pack issue over there? Should we talk about the DeSantis pack issue? Or should we yeah, just it's, go? It's just wonky. It's wonky. Uh, yeah, we don't want to talk it's, about it's, that. That's boring. But, I mean, if, we're gonna, if you and I are going to quote polls... And then I mean it. We should stop talking and turn the episode off. I know. Because, because I th- look, I genuinely think the polls are wrong. Listen, I think it goes, listen, you know why I say I think she's going to win New Hampshire or come very close is because remember how it felt when Scott was running in 2009, 2010? Mm-hmm. Remember how I was chairman of the Mass GOP at the time and no one believed me that summer when I went to D.C. and I said that I have this candidate, Scott Brown, and he's going to win. I got laughed out of, you know, all the offices. And I said, mark my words, he's going to win. I kept checking back. I kept going. I kept lobbying for him. By the end of 2009, in the last 10 days into 2010, we were raising a million dollars a day. We had a groundswell of support. I could feel like the ground vibrating. You know what I feel in New Hampshire? I feel the vibration for Nikki. So... Same, I, I get those tingly feelings, if you want to call them that, to quote Chris, Chris Matthews from a million years ago. Like, <laughs> I get that, and I, 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 that's why I don't think Trump is going to win the nomination. I don't. I think Ron DeSantis is... Using, I get that. I hope I so. Get, I get that. Let's, I, no, but, let's look, pray we, to God we, Trump we, doesn't we, win the nomination. We would, I honestly think that. I think a lot of people are going to walk in there on election day, on primary day, and go, yeah, No. Now, the question then becomes, where do they lean more towards? Where does that block of 35 to 40% go? Now, some, I'd say down to low, high 20s, low 30s, won't. They're going to ride or die, at least mm-hmm. initially. Mm-hmm. At, least, at least initially. Mm-hmm. How you get ahead of that, um, 
Well, I, I, there's no magic sauce. Like this is when everybody, when Nikki announced and when DeSantis announced, people are like, "Oh, well, they didn't. They're just their campaign isn't picking up traction, and this or that." It's just like, what do you? What magic bullet do you think is going to happen? Trump was president for four years. He has a solid group of core supporters. Also, nobody knows. Nobody. Most people are not us. Right. Most people are not us. They are not. They don't read the newspaper. Sure. They don't they care. They start paying attention. They, they, in they will start states. paying attention right. maybe a week and a half to two weeks before right. the before the primary takes place, and then they'll go, "Huh, okay, I saw her ad. I like her. She's she's nice. She's a woman. I'm a woman. Okay, right." Or, oh, I saw that debate with Newsom. I liked his. I liked how he. I hate that guy from California. RDS. Lots going to play out, and that what what is ironic about this is how Trump upended. Not running a real campaign in 2016. Oh my God! I think it's gonna. I think it's coming full circle in that what's actually going to win these campaigns. Because he's not running a campaign right now. He's running a no. campaign like Biden did in right. 2020. But, but, but I think it, it's come full circle in the respect that what's gonna win this is the better candidate with a better ground game campaign mm-hmm. messaging. The all the basics going back to basics of what wins elections. Um, I want to cut up my notes here because I don't want to forget anything here. Did you have anything else? Because we're on, we're at forty two minutes, we'll go about an hour. I, I, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? So the floor is yours. No, I mean you know I don't want to torture you too much. I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's a two person race between Nikki and and Trump, and I know you think it's a two person race between. How come she doesn't hit him though? Well, because what benefit is it to her to hit him, right? To be she, his vice president? No, absolutely. She, does not, she does not want to be anyone's vice president. That woman is her I don't know about person. that. Well, you know, we mentioned, you mentioned Chris Christie. He, he called that on the news. I said it like two weeks before on, on uh, my show that it, I think she's running for, she, I, not, not, look, I don't want to sound this, to ins- I'm not insulting you when I say this. It looks like she's running for second place. She's, taught, she's going, oh, the guy who's in second place, DeSantis, should drop out so me in third place can take on Trump. That's it's not like, what she's what? saying. She well, never said the surrog- guy in second place. Surrogates she's in second surrogates place. She's in second place. All right. Okay. So beneath, beneath this episode, I'm going to put up the link to the Real Clear Politics okay, got uh, page. It, she's in second place, first of all. Second of all, well, because DeSantis can't win. And once Iowa and New Hampshire is done... We're going to see that it's really a two-person race between her and Trump. She's not looking to be his... Listen, I will say, my mother always said, and most of our moms, if you're a certain age, always said this. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. And so she has nothing nice to say about Trump. What benefit is it to her to talk about him when she's running her own race to be president of the United States? She wants to talk about her policies, about things that are good that she's doing and that she will do and how she's going to bring the country forward and how she is going to be the adult in the room. He is not, he should not be part of the conversation because honestly, he's running a legal defense fund presidential campaign. Well, i agree with He's that, but how, how you can else. say that if she can't say anything nice, don't say anything nice. No, else. I'm saying that that's, that's my policy, but, is if you can't say anything nice, just don't say anything but, at but, all. But, but, but is, are you, is DeSantis yeah. beating up Trump? The only person every, beating up Trump the is at the, be, at the beginning of every debate, he goes, Donald Trump should be here to defend his policies. Absolutely. He should be there to, to he's, it's disrespectful to you, to the voters. But he's not, he's should, not he come harassing Trump. He's not harassing Trump. The only person that well, he doesn't is go on CNN like Chris Christie. Well, does. Chris Christie does. So Nikki. So just because DeSantis says it at the beginning of the debate, and Nikki's not saying it, doesn't mean that doesn't that she, tell you something? No, it doesn't. At, not at all. One thousand she, percent. She, she's go playing, you, treating Trump with kick gloves. No, she's not. She's not. But, she's but she beat say? up his policy. She's beat up him. She's beat up his tone and tenor. You just said she didn't, though. In in her in what she says, she's not attacking him directly, but in everything she talks about, the way she discusses what the next leader should be, she is saying it is not Trump because Trump was nasty, condescending, misogynistic, racist, um, uh, egotistical, uh, narcissistic. No, I mean, you're, am I, am yeah, I missing no, anything? No, I'm, you're, you're I'm pretty there. much you're hitting there. all the things. Yeah, I like the guy a lot. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of respect for, I mean, listen, I have respect for anyone who has been president of the United States. However, he's disgusting. He makes me sick. And any man that says I could grab a woman by, mm. you know, is, should be shot in his crotch. How's that? <laughs> that feels good. All right. That's, yeah. Um, all right. Let me think. Let me just review my, 
know, I think I covered most of it. This is so fun, Jeff. You know what's going to be fun is whoever, whoever the winner is needs to take the other one out for drinks. Absolutely. Are you, uh, I'm going to go to the Christmas party um, in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Well, this is one. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of that, so I had dinner with a mutual friend of ours this summer. And I've used this line before. But to the new audience, I'll, uh, I'll repeat it. So we're talking politics, and we're both in the political sphere. Um, and, and this person's progressive. Um, and, she, and, and it was like, I'm, I'm back in Ron DeSantis for president. And, you know, and, he, and I'm like, it's like, and she goes, why not Nikki Haley? I go, that's why not Nikki Haley. There's something about Nikki Haley that the media, she's palatable enough to the media, the current corporate media, that where they're like, oh, okay, if she wins, she wouldn't be that bad. Um, and they're kind of taking it easy on her from that respect because they recognize that she is more moderate in tone. I don't think they fear her. That's the thing. There, there's something in me that I want my nominee to put fear into my enemies. And, and when I hear, you know, folks, enemies like people in the, in the, I I mean, no, not, 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 I think, no, I mean on the other side, the progressive, the left, I want them to, no, 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 not, not inside the party. No, 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 my actual, this this is, this is disagreement. This is not enemies. Yeah. I think, I think one of the reasons is she embodies Ronald Reagan. No one was scared of Ronald (laughs) Reagan. Ronald Reagan is the, for forever and ever and ever, every every Republican always said two favorite presidents, right? Like my favorite presidents are Lincoln and Reagan, and Reagan was a true conservative, correct? And so she is a true conservative in the Ronald Reagan mold. We haven't seen that in forty years, and so if you if you go back to traditional Republican politics, she's a she he, okay. Reagan and Tip O'Neill were buddies and used to sit together and drink together late at night. The media liked Reagan because Reagan smiled and he was kind. The media liked Reagan. Well, you you and I were both a lot younger, but that is not how I recollect the media. And I don't mean... The media still hates Reagan. I don't mean like in that sense. They hate Trump. They... Were you know not great? They have not been great to Republicans. But you know when Reagan got out and spoke to the public, he smiled. The country he loved was, Reagan. Exactly. Yeah. The country loved Reagan. So when when Nikki is out there, she is resonating with people. Which, by the way, okay. the person you're talking about is a person who I know and I think very highly of. Mm-hmm. And and if. Nikki is resonating with her in a way that she's palatable, then that that is what I want the country to see is that they have trust and faith in a leader that maybe they don't agree with her on the issues, but you know what? She's a damn good leader. I view that. Well, so two things on that. I think this is ni- closer to 1979 where I'm not even, I'm putting Trump aside. Okay. I think DeSantis is more the Reagan and Haley's more the H.W. Bush. No way. Where there's just a style. There's, I mean, look, you have the... And this is weird for me because I, I you know, <laughs> I like corporations. I like business and big business. And I'm not, I'm not like, oh, the establishment. No, no. It's like, you're, you know, if you're outside of the establishment, you're a whack job. Okay, but I do think we need somebody that can shrink the size and scope and and um, impact of what government does. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that, and maybe I'm just using the bet wrong terms that it's a feeling. I don't feel that as much with Nikki Haley. I think, granted, she would be uh, eons better than Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom or Kamala Harris or any other Democrat that they put up there. Of course, of course. Would she win um, massive electoral well, maybe if Biden's not the nominee, it's a whole new ball game. I don't know what happens. And I still don't think he is, although I wouldn't bet it. Um, like I said, 2017, 
you'd have me. You'd have me at hello, Jen. But it's a new world. It's like I saw, you know, I just, it's, it's, there are a, a, a whole facet of issues that she's hasn't been there for that I think are a lot of Republican voters and I think a lot of independent voters are looking for that leadership on because they're afraid. They don't like what's happening in the schools. So they don't want to be called a bigot or a homophobe. They don't like what's happening uh, with immigration, but they don't want to be called racist. And there is, we know these people that they're, that once somebody calls them a name, they back down mm-hmm. and, and on our side. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, right. don't just be like, oh, just brush them off because that's all. They're going to play that card every single time. Santis has, has, you know, beats them with a, you know, a royal flush. Every time. He, that's why News, the Newsom debate was so critical because it's like contrast. You know, on what's the next debate? Wednesday night? Yeah. Okay, the next debate, Wednesday night, you know, maybe something will happen. I think if this is the last one, I would look for DeSantis to go a little harder, especially on the, the um, two things, uh, the Gazan refugee thing and, the, uh, and the, the registering social media. And then from there, you know, it's kind of like retail politics and, and just getting right. across the line. But we would have a stronger case the difference is we'd have a stronger case for conservatism, not necessarily a winning broader coalition for Republican Party. So I think, one, Nikki has blown it out of the water in every single debate. You'll see that again this coming week. I think, two, DeSantis has been desperate. And he if he comes off nasty on Wednesday night... He's going to blow it for himself and get himself off the stage for January because yeah, he, yeah. If, he, if he attacks his desperation from everything that's been going on in his pack and in the campaign, Nikki's campaign before AFP came in had a $10 million ad buy between New Hampshire and Iowa. What did those she, ads say? I... What did the ad say that Nikki they Haley should be, right? It, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter <laughs> Look, that she. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. She. She has the money to have an ad buy. Is what I'm saying. No. DeSantis is running out of money. His. His. Oh no! Pack no. He's is, got plenty of money. His pack is a mess. Plenty of money. And then, and he's being desperate by attacking her in certain ways. And in the meantime, Nikki's the only one that has the policies to move the country forward, whether it be on the border and national security, foreign policy, domestic policy, and all of her experience. And then add on that she's an accountant. She's able to balance the budget. She's able to keep government small. And she's an actual true fiscal conservative. And as she says, she's unapologetically socially conservative, but she's not going to ram her views down anyone else's voice, down anyone else's throat. That last part is probably the only thing where there's might be credence to what you're saying. Because one, DeSantis has tons of money. If you're Trump and you're spending money attacking DeSantis, or you're Haley spending money attacking DeSantis, and then claiming that DeSantis is the desperate one, I don't think nobody, that's just not believable. Okay? He attacked, he, the, well, the, one, the ones who are getting her. attacked. He, what, on he stage? Atta- he attacked, no, he attacked or her in press clips. In, in press clips. Yeah. yeah, but not money. He's not, he's not vesting resources. It's easy, and he gets tons of play in it. And he gets, look, this is politics. We know we gets, it gets, it'll get pretty dirty. But we'll all kiss and make up, assuming, right. you know, later on that, it, you know, if it's Trump, it's if just it's, like, oh, If it's you know. Trump, I don't know but, about that. But, but also, but my last but, thing is, yeah. she, she is the only person who could win the general election against anyone. And I agree with you. It is not going to be Biden. I think it's going to be Newsom. She's the only person who could go toe-to-toe with him. We, him we, you and I have a strong disagreement on the word only. <laughs> this, no, no. That's why we're doing this no, stuff. Yeah. The, 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 the idea that only Nikki Haley could do it is, is um, silly. She could do it, of course. Um, and I think, I think either... Haley or DeSantis, uh, preferably DeSantis on this because of all the things we've talked about today would be that one. But neither of us need the other one to vote yeah, for the other yeah. person. We're about an hour. We're about an hour. in, so we're going to wrap this one up. But this has been good because, um, look, you know, I think a lot of the people who have committed 
to who they're going to vote for. Probably, you know, their their minds haven't changed. Right. But if I've made a stronger case for why DeSantis is, or you've made a stronger case for why Haley is, um, well, kudos to you if you sway votes. And kudos to me if I exactly. do. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, and that's actually what it's all about. And what should start to happen if DeSantis is smart, he says... This is this is this is exclusive here. This is my idea. Um, I'm no. sure I'm going to love this one. No, sometime. Well, I guess we're when's when's uh, Iowa? Iowa January seventh. Ja- no, it's 15th? the fifteenth. New Hampshire's a week later. Challenger to a debate on like you know the sixth. I think there's another debate early on in Iowa in early January. There? I think there's another. I thought debate. this was the last one this week. I think now the Who, after who's, who's going to be in it? Hopefully, Ronna McDaniel kicks that little scum Vivek off the stage. Well, it goes by the rules. I know, the rules I know. Are, but yeah, I it go. So I think that they increase the um, you need percentage to have that money you have to have and, and money yeah, yeah. and all this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, but this will be, um, you know, the, I think one of the more impactful ones. But yeah. I we, will we say, can, can, can we both make the same pitch that if you have not watched a debate, sit your ass down mm-hmm. and watch the debate. Yeah. And, and by the way, if you don't vote in the primary, you have no reason to ever complain. No kidding. So no kidding. Right. No kidding. Like, let's talk about democracy and how democracy is at risk, because if you don't vote, you can't complain. And if you don't vote and this country slides into yeah. what I think will happen and we go into socialism, that is your fault. It is not our fault. We do this. The because hard work. We do. We do this work <laughs> because we really sometimes it's fun like it. this. But some a lot of the time it sucks because yeah, you're it, doing like thankless work. Exactly. Getting, you know, uh, I would agree. And to to bring it full circle, I, I'm expecting a reciprocal statement from you. If Nikki Haley wins the nomination, I will wholeheartedly support her for president. If, and if Ron DeSantis wins, I will absolutely support him as well. There you go. All right. Okay. That's it, everybody. We'll wrap this one up. Have a great day. Merry Christmas. And to all, a good night. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com. 